This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Our goal is to win, for Christ's sakes. And you keep talking about the CBT. You keep talking about prospects and your long-term goal. Like, you just basically told us we ain't good enough. We suck. You let us down. Angry Lou. Angry Lou. A hole the size of I don't even know what in that bullpen. Keep playing like dog Recall my manager, Lou. Go get me a goddamn first baseman. That's what I want. I don't want an outfielder D8. I need a first baseman. Okay, Lou, I'll ask you something. What? How do you go into the season without a closer? How do you not address the closer situation? Lou, what's up, dog? Good, how are you doing? Good. Well, it's always great to have you here, Lou. Ladies and gentlemen, the voice of baseball in Boston is Lou Merloni. When Lou speaks, everyone listens. He's with us on the Harbor One Hotline, and Lou is brought to us by Shaw's and Star Market, where you can win free groceries in their Grand Slam Summer Sweepstakes. Lou Fitzy is with me. How are you, friend? What do you say, boys? How are we doing? Lou, uh, how are you? Uh, your most famous Grand Slam. Was there one in your career? Not in not in the big leagues. No grand slams. Three uh, run shot was my first at bat. How about uh, college? Did you have a uh, did you get a grand slammer yeah, in I'm college? Sure. Yeah, I hit a few in college. I mean home runs. Yeah, so I, yeah, I hit grand slam before my life. But no, I got you. Ball. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, I just Why, what figured, you got? no, I uh, because it was the you know uh, grand slam summer sweepstakes at Shaw's. I just figured. I know you were pumping soda last week. I figured that that's just the next one. No, it was a great, great tastic week too. By the way. I mean, just don't forget about the red grapes, seedless grapes. They're on sale. Yeah, I'm sure Fantastic. you had a lot of them. Were you <laughs> you were watching the All Star Green a game, uh, popping some uh, grapes? Exactly. The home run derby, man. I was into all of it. By the way, three minutes way too long. I mean, come on, two minutes is enough. I right? hey, guys with you. Hey, Lou, can Jeez. I just quickly? Uh, I don't want to. This isn't like Boomer Central here, and I know I I tend to skew younger than the actual age. I'm, yeah. but I'm much closer to AARP than I am NCAA. <laughs> but this is the get off my lawn moment of the week. I hate. The timed format. Well, I, I like the good old 10-out format. Like, yeah. we don't have any time to stop and appreciate each and every home run. Some of these are majestic moonshots. Sometimes you want to focus on a kid just taking a 115-mile-hour <laughs> liner to the ribs in the outfield or whatever. Well, the fa- face. Yeah, exactly. Poor kid. Jeez. God, Jeez. what a terrible. Hey, let's put a bunch of nine-year-olds in the outfield with right. Vlad Guerrero hitting absolute Rockets into the middle of the. I know it's no mean, sense. but I can't not no, laugh. I'm no, sorry. I'm, they'll be it's fine. Just I think. Funny. I know. Yeah, it, ma- get- it makes no sense. It's you know, putting the stupid. kids out there, and you said the time limit. It's like 
you know, they're showing you in split screen a home run. You don't know which one it is. You, and it's just like rushed. Every single hitter at a buck 30 has to call timeout because they're winded unless you're Mookie. So it's just, it just none of it makes sense. I don't understand. Like three minutes. Like you look at these guys at like the two, two and a half minute mark and they're just dying. Like Rushman was. Yeah, he somebody, like the, he's just yeah. swinging so hard to try to get up there and challenge J-Rod. Stupid. You know what it feels like to me? It's like the difference between sitting down to watch a television show versus quickly like a 15 year old scrolling through TikTok. Like, look at this video. Look at this video. Look at this. Look at this homer. Look at this. Like, just right. allow us to appreciate the sw- some of these guys have beautiful swings. Some of them are hitting 500-foot yeah. bombs. And it was fun. It just I think everything was just a little bit too long. They should change it, but it's still it's still a decent event. I miss I Chris like Berman it. on it, believe it or not. Like, there's no juice. <laughs> there he is. Yeah, I mean, for Ow. me anyway. But there then again, is. you know, I, 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 don't, I don't have a big uh, attention span. Uh, Lou, the second yeah. half of the year begins. What is it when big leaguers have re-entry into the second half of the season coming off of the all-star break. What are some of the, I don't know, like just what is it like for a big leaguer? Is the transition easy to go no. right back into playing games? Now? No, it's not. It's really weird. There's like a really, there's like an unknown, like you can, and you know, th- listen, they won what eight of nine had a little breather here, mm-hmm. a little break to maybe enjoy themselves. I don't know before they lose five out of six. Cause that's how the season is gone. You know, hopefully it doesn't go that way this weekend, but, I don't know, that first game back, man, you take like four days off, it feels like you have a month off in baseball. You just do this every single day. So there's an unknown. Like, did the bats come back? Um, all of a sudden, does the pitcher just not feel right? You know, it's just, it's just a weird thing. You know, you almost feel like you're starting the season over again because now you're sitting there going, oh, my God, I'm 0 for 8 in the, you know, in the second half. Oh, my God, I'm 1 for 15 in the second half rather than knowing you got 350 at bats. So the microscope is there again coming out of the break. So you hopefully you... You, know, you got Bayo, you got your pitcher matchups this weekend, so hopefully you come out of this thing okay over the weekend, but it's weird. It's weird taking that kind of time off. So how much time do you think ownership, Bloom, everybody, Kennedy, et cetera, O'Halloran need to decide if they're in the buyer's or the seller's window? I kind of look at the next three series. Like I, I, I look at Chicago. I think they put themselves in the buyer situation given what they've done the last three series because that's just the way the baseball is and the way the rest of the American League looks, more importantly, but – Chicago, Oakland, Mets, you know, because after that, there's a day off. There's a two-game set against the Braves. Then there's another day off. You know, I don't know if you're going to – we have to beat the Braves to show we're contenders. The Braves are the best team in baseball. And at that point, you're kind of at the deadline. So I'd look at Chicago, Oakland, Mets. What do you do in these series? You know, and I think that if, if you go out and take care of business, you sort of put the heat on Hein Bloom to go out there and add, which they should. Lou, uh, you mentioned the Mets. They're an interesting case study because they've spent $350 million and they're going nowhere. Is that a team you might look at to make a move and not pick the bones of, but is there opportunity there with a team like that? Like, I wonder where other teams are in terms of their thought process as to what they're going to do because 345 million screams don't dare give up. But if you're the Mets, I think you have to look at things practically. Are other teams in the same boat from that end as well, in your opinion? Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what some of these teams do, like the Padres. Do they try to get rid of a big, big, big priced guy? You know, but when I look at the Mets, you look at it and you say they got Verlander and Scherzer, you know, and then, you know, what do the Red Sox need? Is there anything there offensively? I mean, I look at their lineup and, and I actually sit back now and wonder why the hell I thought they were going to be any good. Wow. Like, if you, like honestly, Alonzo Alonso's hits bombs. Like, mm-hmm. Jeff McNeil, okay. Lindor's been, he hasn't really played well since he got there. Tommy mm-hmm. Pham, Brandon Nimmo, and Sterling Marte, they're starting outfield. 
Like, what? That's 300 and how much million? Vogelbox, they're DH. You want any of those guys? I don't. But they're not pitching that well either. It's well, almost the like they're not pitching. No, I mean, it, 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 when you have the top of the rotation, two old dudes that are each getting $43 million a piece as go. mercenaries to come in and try to bring their championship pedigree to the team, yeah. and neither of them is living up to their billing or their paycheck. Yeah. And, and, you know, and we got the ultimate karma, or rather, excuse me, I should say the ultimate foreshadowing when their closer blows out his knee celebrating in the World Baseball Classic. Like, we should have just said, we'll see in 2024, Mets fans. Yeah, that kind of killed them. You know, you know, there's opportunities there, but there's teams like, you know, and I'm team like the Cardinals, you know, another disappointing team. There's a couple of guys there that are going to be free agency. I think Jordan Montgomery is going to get moved. I think Jack Flaherty is going to get moved. Detroit's got a starter in Lorenzen, their all-star. He's going to get moved. These guys are all in that 8 to $10 million price range. You're going to pay about four and a half to get them. Those are the types of guys. They need one of them. I think they need one of them here soon. Um, I know they've got some off days, but they definitely need one. I'd like to see them get two starters and kind of go from there. And you know what? You can get two starters, still compete, and still trade away a couple of guys. You could trade away a Duvall because you opened it up for Duran. You could trade away a Kike or an Arroyo because you got a lot of infielders coming back. You know, you you can make a couple of moves, but you need two starters if if you're going to take yourself serious. And Lou, I wonder if that becomes the balance that apparently the Red Sox are five to six million under the uh, luxury tax, and so you see a path that they can still improve the team, even though they might have to move some people to do so but also kind of feels like they want to hit that objective of staying under the tax. So there is a path to get that done. Fair? Yeah, yeah, I think there is. And again, the fact that they have to stay under that path is probably the biggest mistake that's happened here in the last three or four years was going over last year by $3.5 million on a last-place team. That That's probably the biggest mistake they made. But you got a $10 million player in Kike Hernandez. You know, you got a $10 million pitcher out in St. Louis in Montgomery or an $8 million pitcher in Lorenzen. Like, if you – separate deals, moved Kike to, and I think he could still go to a contender because he still plays a high-level center, a high-level second base, and he's got experience in a separate deal. And then you can bring over a pitcher in a separate deal. You've, the money's just evened out. You're still in the same spot. You know, you can still then add on. So, yeah, I think they can. But you drop five out of seven, you drop seven out of nine, and now we're having a different discussion with different names moving out of this place. Yeah, so we can go from the Red Sox looking to add a plus arm to the bullpen or uh, mm-hmm. a dependable starter just to help hold up when you've got anchors like Paxton and Bayo who have just been lights out. I mean, yeah. there's probably a tougher to find a better one-two punch in the American League right now as far as starters go. But offensively, who do you think, is it as simple as Rafi Devers needs to carry this team offensively in the second half, or are we looking for someone else to, quote, uh, wake up or maybe hit a hot streak? Like, is this when Casas wakes up? Is this when Does Duvall go back on the kind of heater he was on mm-hmm. in early April before he hurts the wrist? Yeah, I, I think, um, obviously, you know, Devers, I think, uh, you know, turning it up a notch. And it's been an okay first half. It's been an odd first half, but I thought he was swinging it the last couple of weeks a lot better driving the ball the other way, things like that. But you've, you've, right now in your outfield, is, if you have Duran in center field with Verdugo and Yoshida, like you may not have a superstar out there, but production-wise, there's, there's not many out there much better, you know, just with what those three guys have been giving you. you know, so Casas continued to kind of swing it a little bit, and I think you've got to shore up yourself defensively at shortstop. And then you know, in the midst of kind of getting story back, so Chang and Reyes handling shortstop for the next three or four weeks and – throughout the whole rehab process here of Trevor's story. So the lineup-wise, I don't see that it's too many huge additions that you might need. You just you, know, you need the guys to stay healthy and kind of go at it. Uh, Lou, Wrigley Field, what is it like playing in Wrigley? 
Well, I hadn't played there in a while, and I was amazed at how, like, just old it felt. Like, you know, Fenway Park is old, but it's mm-hmm. like they keep doing these renovations, and it still feels like it feels like it's getting younger, even though we know it's old. But as far as a player goes, you go there, and you're like, damn. But it is awesome. I mean, it's awesome because of the history and, like, the, the, the bars surrounding it, the atmosphere outside the stadium. I mean, it's really cool the first time you go to Wrigley just because of the history. It's, it's nice, and I think they've done a lot more renovations and everything. I was kind of upset I couldn't make it here this weekend out there. But, um, no, it's, it's special, you know what I mean? But it just it doesn't have that, I don't know, that, that newer feel that maybe Fenway's starting to have. You been, Grush? To Wrigley Field? Uh, only on the outside. I yep. haven't been. I My brother was doing some stuff in Chicago and, like, was temporarily living near there. Mm-hmm. And we went and, like, saw the neighborhood. But, no, I've never set foot inside Wrigley Field. Yeah, the, I'm, I'm with you, Lou. Like, the, once you get inside the park, it's like, huh, all right, this is fine. But yeah. the outside, like, taking yeah. in a game from a rooftop where you get, like, the all-you-can-eat, oh, all-you-can-drink. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. like yeah. Cubby yeah. Bear and all those great bars around. Like, it's mm-hmm. tremendous. It you, What it does is it makes you feel like the good old day of baseball. Like, it is. It's an electric yeah. atmosphere. That's really the take that you that you pay for. When people wore mm-hmm. suits at the games. Yeah, uh, the good old days. Exactly. <laughs> um, Lou, so one name, obviously, that gets a ton of traction no matter anywhere and everywhere. Um, yeah. And anytime I've been hosting or jumping in, the one name that you can always guarantee is going to get clicks and calls has been Otani. So at this point now, just if you had to slide your money to either he does or he doesn't, you know, like blank or get off the pot. Do you think the Angels, if they continue to hit the skids like they have, do they have the stones to stand in front of their fans and say, look, we made an offer. It just wasn't good enough. He feels he has the right to go to free agency. So we had to do what we thought was in the best interest of rebuilding the club and and move him. And, you know. Yeah, see, I don't. Like, I don't think they're going to wow. move him. And, and, it, and even if the Angels oh. wanted to move him, I think that is a real tough trade. You know, I, I don't know. I heard some, you know, people talking about it this week, and it was just like, you know, yeah, you give him Bayo and you give him Duran because you get two and a half months to convince him to stay. And I just think that's the mm. dumbest thing in the world. Oh, I couldn't give up that much talent like, like, if I'm Sox manager. Uh, yeah, you know what's going to get him here? It's like in the end of the, in the offseason. So that way, when you do, whoever, whoever the hell signs him, you know, has players like, uh, like Bayo and Duran. So therefore, you can afford that guy, right? So it's like mm-hmm. a smaller, you know, Guys aren't making that much money. They don't have much time in the league. So when he joins the team, you actually have a decent team. What's going to get Otani on your team isn't two and a half months of taking him down, you know, some Boylston Street and showing him around the city of Boston. It's going to be $550, $600 million. Stop trying to court a guy and pay him. That's it. That's what's going to get him. Enough of this trying to convince him to stay in our super city. Like, pay the man. That's what gets him. Lou, uh, Masataki Yoshida has been incredibly impressive this year, but the guy's never been a part of a 162-game season. As I'm looking at some of the numbers, 2018-2019, he played 143 games. Uh, Should I be worried about a second-half swoon for Yoshida? Well, listen, it's an unknown. We don't really know. I know they've, they've kind of really been careful about this. You know, mm-hmm. they've really given him a lot of days off. They've DH'd him. They try to get him off his feet. This was something that they were concerned with at the beginning of the year. You know, in Japan, if, if you do fly, it's quick flights. You take the train. There's no time change. There's no Eastern Standard. You know, there's, there's no, hey, we're going out to Oakland. It's three hours difference. There's none of that in Japan. They, we, you know, they play more games here in America. So they've been really cautious of this and giving him days off and putting him in DH spot. And I think they'll continue to do so, 
you know, even more here coming out maybe in the month of August to try to get him out there more in September. So they're, they're going to be careful with him. But every time they sort of give him this break, you see the results. I don't know where he comes out and he's like, he looks like a different hitter again, right? He gets two or three hits every time he comes off of a break. So they'll keep monitoring that. I'm sold on the guy. Yeah. Where do you see him long-term in this lineup? As Bloom is building, how do you think he should see Yoshida? Well, I don't think he's a leadoff hitter. You know, and that was kind of like the thing that they've talked a lot about. And hopefully Duran sort of takes that, that role. So really anywhere in the next three or four hitters, right? Like he could hit fifth. I mean, if he's hitting sixth for you, your lineup is stacked. You know what I mean? So anywhere in that kind of run-producing three, four, five, right? And you want Devers hitting second. You want Devers hitting third. So he's just a middle-of-the-order run producer. And that's how I'm not a leadoff guy, but he should be in the middle somewhere. Great stuff with our friend Lou Maloney. He's with us each and every Friday at noon right here on Gresham Fourier. Fitzy is in for Fourier today. Lou, thank you, buddy. We appreciate it. We'll catch hey, you next week. Hey, by the way, before I leave, oh yeah, I, I yep. just wanted to mention that I was in um, this Rye Tavern, right, down at Pine Hills. Beautiful restaurant, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I was went to the rent men's room because I had a couple of cocktails. And over there was just like this, I, I don't know, this golf tournament that's coming. So they had this flyer. And I was reading it as I was going to the bathroom. And Chatham's going to be there, and, and some of these other people are going to be there. And then it says, and perhaps the greatest Bruin in history, Christian Fourier, will be honored for his work for American diabetes. So I, I don't know what that's about. What? Oh, we got to dig in on this. The greatest Bruin in history, Christian Fourier. I'm Hockey insider Christian Fourier, that SOB. Yeah. That yeah. is awesome. So He'll be devastated. For diabetes at Pine Hills. Oh, he does 31st. such a great job for them. You yeah. would think that, oh, I can't wait. Did you, uh, Gresh, did you? Did your invite get lost in the mail? Uh, oh, I never get invited to anything. I have a low level of expectations. <laughs> Nobody wants me anywhere. It's great, so I got to oh, go sure, home every Fitzy. day. Do the midnight to 4 a.m. <laughs> yeah. shift on my fundraiser, but you don't get an invite to the yeah. tournament. They, so ooh. tell the greatest Bruin of all time that greatest I said hi. Bruin of all oh. the, red, the Red Jacket Classic. Oh, man. There it is. Doesn't that look Yeah, nice? look at that. It's the right up there. Greatest Bruin of all time. Wow. Well, Lou, thank you, brother. We <laughs> appreciate it. Ah. All right, we'll see you, buddy. Thanks, there Lou. we go. Have look a great at weekend. that. All right, you, you too.